2: Good morning, happy Wednesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords <coughs> In the early break, full show ahead. Sean Callahan, next segment. Scott Ritchie of the News Gazette previewing Illinois wow. at 7:30 today. Good get. I know. Thank you. Good
1: get. Yeah. What's it? The young fellow's name. His name is Scott, Scott
2: Ritchie, Ritchie from the News Gazette out of Champaign, where the Illini play. Okay. Talk to him about Illini. 7:30 today. What's up? What are you laughing at?
1: I was trying to think of some.
2: Idle Chit Chat? Idle Chit Chat. Uh, breaking news on Idle Chit Chat. As of next Monday, we have a sponsor.
1: Ooh, we better turn it up.
2: Well, so we will have Idle Chit Chat every day. It is officially sponsored. We, ooh, I've been working behind the scenes. Thank you. We have a sponsor for that's it. That's amazing. So.
1: Well, yeah, Idle Chit Chat. Idle Chit Chat. I mean, we did the leaves thing yesterday. Um. I'll think of some. I don't have any right off the top of my head. Idle chit chat. What would you, what would you say to someone in the store today? What would you say? Just uh, a strike. A, okay. Now here's, about, the hey, well, here's the scene. Here's the scene. Now hold on. Can I said the scene, please. Okay, fine. You're standing in line. It's got the line sort of long. It could be one of the stores in Lincoln I'm not going to say any of the names. The line's sort of long, and you're standing. There, and it's sort of awkward. What do you say?
2: Ready for Halloween on Monday? <laughs> you got your Halloween whoa, candy whoa, ready? Was it
1: Monday? Get your Halloween candy. There you go. See, I would say. Oh, I, I was
2: prepared for your idle chit-chat today. I was prepared. Oh.
1: Yeah. I would say, man, it's already Monday? It's already Monday? It's already Halloween on Monday? Yes. And I would
2: say, yeah, to your third question again, it is, yes, Halloween Monday.
1: And at that point, you'd think this man standing next to me is a little off because he said that three, three times. times in a row. Then you'd realize, yeah, he is a little off. <laughs> okay, Halloween. Now what I would say to you is do you do you partake? Do you dress up? Are no. you and your wife going to any parties?
2: And I would say I'm thirty one years old. Okay. I don't I don't dress up. You don't? I have not even been to a Halloween party in many, many, many years. You know it's a
1: thing though.
2: Yeah, I know that. Adults do it. Yes, they do. I've i not even like in college I didn't go to that stuff. Elizabeth's st- I, not interested. No. I have not been to a, probably a uh, a a party for Halloween since my freshman year of college. I how didn't, that? I didn't go any other years of college. Was how was it? It was okay. Yeah. I didn't dress up. I was a golfer. Who? <laughs> <Ooh. laughs>
1: you are a, a bit of a curmudgeon. So yeah. apparently the
2: stream is down by the way. Oh. So I might have to do some work here in a second. Oh. But
1: so they're missing their well, idle chits.
2: You guys can listen to our. You can watch this on, on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter, though. We're up there. I can tell you that. Say those can, again Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter. Twitch. You, Twitch.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't know what Twitch is.
2: Is that popular? Uh, I've never been on Twitch before. It's usually a, streamer f- a stream for gamers, which I don't watch people play video games. Okay. That's apparently a thing still in 2022 that oh, people absolutely. watch people play video games. I've yeah. never, ever desired that, but I'm, I'm old, though. You and I are old. You're not old. At 31 years old, I, I guess people still are, are watching people yeah, play video games. I, I've never had the desire to ever do that. Either I play it myself, which never happens, or I don't watch people play video games. Am I, am I old man yelling at the cloud right now? Is no. that me? No.
1: Sometimes it's okay to yell at the cloud. All right, this has been good idle chit chat. Yes, hopefully you get that stream. We
2: are going to here in a second. Hopefully okay, make, you would like to talk
1: about? Well,
2: yesterday Mickey Joseph was back after the bye week, talking at the podium about uh, Nebraska's up- upcoming opponent, Illinois, and more. Uh, we did find out officially. Sip, it wasn't a surprise, but it's official per Mickey Joseph that Nick Henrich is indeed out for the season with the knee injury. So. A tough blow there. Luke Reimer will be back, however, on Saturday.
1: Let's stop right there right. and talk about more injuries. Um, he did say Gabe Irvin has turf toe. Did you hear that part? I did hear that. Gabe Irvin has turf toe. He was asked who the backup running back would be. Mickey Joseph was asked who the backup running back would be behind Anthony Grant. And he said it would be Yant and Ramirez. I look for Ramir to resurface as a... Oh, a prominent threat resurface. He also addressed Brock Bando, Brock Bando, who's been a starting guard for Nebraska, is rehabilitating something. As is Kevin Williams. Brock Bando is farther along than Kevin Williams. There's your injury update. Thank you. Thank you for that. Appreciate
2: that. There's your There's your update. Per I, Sip and Mickey Joseph I thought
1: it was interesting that he said You're going to give me free reign to go into what's most interesting Yeah, um, yeah I thought it keep
2: was that. I'm going to go fix the stream real quick Keep okay. talking.
1: I'll keep talking Yes I ha- I'm prepared for this Alright, I'll be back in a second Go fix the stream Where without a producer I will carry this show on my back uh, While well, you fix the stream Which is also carrying the show on your back it was interesting to hear Mickey say Trey Palmer, Nebraska's transfer receiver from LSU, is faster than any of those receivers that Mickey coached at LSU. And that we're talking about uh, a, pretty, a pretty solid list. He said Trey Palmer's faster than Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase or Terrace Marshall. That's pretty good," um, he said. That he compared the situation. Well, I mean, there were some questions, or at least one question: Is Palmer going to draw more attention from defenses because of his uprising against Purdue? Two hundred and thirty-seven yards, sort of had his way with Purdue. Um, Jake, I'm talking about.
2: I heard you talk about Trey Palmer. Palmer. Yeah, Trey Palmer's fastest guys ever. Coach at receiver right
1: and he was talking about Mickey Joseph was talking about he was asked about is is so is Palmer going to get more bracket coverage is it going to draw more attention he said, yeah that's what happened to LSU in 2019 now you're 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 in tune with these fellas. he said Justin Jefferson started yes. getting he said Justin Jefferson started getting doubled at about game four. That year, and then what happened? They start then. Then LSU started going more to Jamar Chase, and the rest is history. Those guys are both elite NFL receivers now, and Terrace Marshall. Yep, and Clyde Edwards Hilaire, who's a running back. But Jake, just to refresh your brain, thank you. Justice, Je- Justice, Justin Jefferson that year had 111 catches for 1,540 yards and 18 TDs. Jamar Chase. Had 20 touchdowns that year. 20. 20. <laughs> yeah. 20. He had 84 catches for 1,780 yards. We, oh, we all know that was an incredible season of offense for LSU. Didn't know this. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire that year had 55 catches out of the backfield. 55. That's like Marlon Lucky-esque, isn't it? It's probably better than Marley, Marlon Lucky. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire had 55 catches. So, anyway... That was, I thought, I think it was really interesting to hear Mickey say that Trey Palmer's faster than any of those guys, and Casey Thompson said, he said it's really impressive. Like when you're up close, when you first are around Trey, that speed is, he says it's, it really makes an impression on you.
2: Well, I would think so. I mean, that that's that's quite a big quote. (laughs) Surprise! That's quite a big quote that if you're going to say with those guys, like you mentioned, Jefferson and Chase, that Palmer is the fastest guy you have coached.
1: Yeah. He said
2: he's a Well, fast. That, that explains what happened against Purdue. Mm-hmm. I guess it makes you feel a little, a little bit better if you're Purdue's defense saying, yeah. okay, well, he's coached some good receivers. If that's the fastest guy, we don't feel so bad getting burnt by him. The question is going to be, all right, and we'll get to this later on in the show too, is if, if that I – mean, we know he is fast. Can you burn a great defense – with a fast receiver. Can he can he continue to get behind the secondary and be hit by your
1: quarterback in stride? Illinois to be is first in the Big Ten in pass defense.
2: And second in the country in pass defense.
1: It is first in the Big Twelve in rush the, defense. The Big ten. Excuse me. And second in the
2: country in rush defense. They are first in total defense in the country.
1: They are first in scoring defense in the country. Yeah. And the city eight point nine eight point nine points per game is all they're allowing to a substandard schedule. I think Nebraska <laughs> keep, talk, keep talking the yep, schedule. I, I um I think Nebraska will score more than eight point nine points.
2: But they're going to have to to win this football game.
1: If they're going to win the football game, yeah, they have, have to win more score. than eight point nine. Yeah. They won't
2: win a game eight to seven <laughs> on Saturday
1: unless it's just incredibly bad conditions. Well, I
2: mean, if it's like a monsoon out yeah. there or somehow a snowstorm pops even up, even then
1: I wouldn't bank on that. I wouldn't either. <laughs> What if Nebraska wins this game nine to three? How how much of a loop would that throw you for? Uh, a lot. Well, I'd say, hey, their defense is
2: pretty dang good, wasn't it? But what happened to Nebraska's defense? Where'd that come from? Where'd Chase Brown go?
1: Okay, so more from Mickey Joseph. Um, I was kind of struck by he said, "I've got a nice house in Baton Rouge. If things don't go well for him, I will just go back to Baton Rouge. I got a nice house there." Good job, Mickey. Said said they're going to go heavy into JUCO recruiting on the old line your thoughts on that well it's fascinating is my thought on it i've we've said before <clears throat> that if you were the ad if you were the ad you would you would want your next head coach to present a, a roster management plan right not a recruiting plan I w- i'm calling it roster management now because because formulating your roster is much more than recruiting now, right? Yes. Because you have to recruit your current oh, roster, yeah. that's roster management. Mm-hmm. You have to go into the transfer portal. That's sort of recruiting, but it I don't know, it kind of falls in that under both categories, right? It's not pure recruiting. Um, right? Transfer portal? Or, no, you- it well
2: it's it's not pure recruiting. No, okay, 'cause
1: you- JUCOs are pure recruiting, but how many how much do people go into the JUCOs now? Well, Mickey Joseph said Nebraska's going to go heavy into the JUCOs for O-linemen, offensive linemen.
2: Yeah, do you th- do you think the JUCOs have been been, been forgotten with this portal? Mm, I think a little bit, but that I... there's still some great players that are just not are being
1: forgotten about because they're in JUCO now. Anthony Grant would be one. Okay, well. Remember what, remember Anthony Grant. I do. You you and K thought they had a shot at Anthony Grant. Okay? Anthony Grant didn't exactly have a long list of teams coming after him out of New Mexico Military Institute. So he'd be an example of perhaps they're being overlooked. Um, Mickey said, you heard Mickey's spiel that with transfer portal people, you got to do a transfer portal players, you got to do a deeper dive into their past and, and figure out what okay, what what's going on. Why is it not working at this school? JUCO is more, you know, it's more a little more cut and dried, he said. That's what Mickey said. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I I agree with it to a certain extent what Joseph Mickey said. Mickey Joseph. Yeah. But, Joseph Mickey. But but <laughs> last name, first name, because yeah, there it is. Yeah. Um, but I don't I mean I it, it is what it is. The the fact is they're going into the JUCO's. Now the fascinating part of that is, is that Donovan Rayola's plan? Or is that Mickey's plan? Is, does Mickey, see how uncomfortable it could get up there? Is Mickey already making plans to have another offensive line coach, or is it, would he sign off on Donovan, on Donovan Rayola being
2: I don't. That's the big question. If That's why yeah, Mickey has got to be thinking about the future, if he's going to be the head coach. You know, he's been recruiting like he's going to be the, around here, right? He's been yeah. recruiting like he's going to be a part of Nebraska's plan, either as the head coach or in some capacity on the staff. Mm-hmm. But if he is indeed the head coach, he's got to start, in his head, piecing together a staff because – yeah. Is, is this current staff, per Mickey Joseph, good enough to continue the next season? Right. Two big pieces of it were already fired as the head coach and offensive sorry defensive coordinator were mm-hmm. fired mm-hmm. in September. Mm-hmm. Whip 65. Whip 65. No guarantee He's right. he wants to come
1: back. Right. Um, I really wonder. Come on, you know where I'm going now. I really wonder if, if Mickey would go, could go to trev alberts and say you know i can bring vance joseph with me vance my brother joseph as
2: longtime defensive coordinator of the nfl and for one time head coach with the denver broncos yeah, in the nfl
1: right vance joseph
2: you'd, you'd have to convince me and I know, I know mickey maybe could as as his brother you have, have to convince me that he'd want to come to college Vance has been in the NFL for a long time. Bengals, Dolphins, Cardinals, Broncos. He's been around. Come on. Come
1: on. Come on. If he had a chance to coach with his brother at Nebraska, you think he'd just want to coach defensive coordinator in the NFL maybe? Well,
2: but the NFL is the prestigious
1: league. That's prestige right there, brother. 32 teams in the NFL. Brother. Vance told Mickey his advice as far as being the interim do it your way then you then you won't regret anything i don't live by that (laughs) oh you don't (laughs) because i have a lot of regrets uh do it your way then you won't regret anything that was part of it um are, are people wondering why we're not talking more about illinois well we can
2: Here's Mickey Joseph yesterday. How about that? I'll get, I'll get some go. audio from Mickey. There you go. Sorry, just, this, this stream issue just pisses me off. Oh, so easy, easy, Well, I'm just – people keep – I say just watch this. Watch okay. this morning on Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter. Facebook. I know you can't hear me when I say that if you're, if you're trying to listen via the stream, but I just put on Twitter to listen to us that way.
1: Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter.
2: Got it. Okay. All right. You you asked about Illinois. Well, Mickey Joseph was asked, what makes their defense so stinking good? Mickey.
1: Well, my dad always says men and women lie, numbers don't. So their numbers number prove that they're, they, they're pretty good. They're top five in every category. And, they're, and it's, it's a really sound defense. They don't do much, but what they do, they do it very well. Very well. Doing good.
2: Men and women lie, okay. but numbers don't. Men and we <laughs> Mickey Joseph.
1: Very cynical. Um, men and women lie. Numbers don't. Not true. Mickey, numbers, numbers often do lie. lie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Numbers do lie, and I don't think Illinois has the best defense in the country. Well, you, you're very adamant about that. Well, do you. you we're we're, you, we're going to see on Saturday how good they are. Are, are you going to? do Well, the numbers say they do. You disparage teams. I don't. That Nebraska would them. be thrilled I'm to not, beat right now. I'm not now. disparaging them at all. You. St- you're putting words in my mouth. I say they're very good. I, But I'm not saying they're the best defense in the country. What defense that would is be the best in the country? Well, I don't know. I mean, I think Georgia might have a better defense than Illinois. Well, what do you think, Jake? Georgia had a tough go with Missouri recently. What, what do you and think? And Kent State, oh, by the way. What do you think? You think Illinois got a better defense than Ohio State? I don't think so. But no, yeah, the numbers, there you go. So but the numbers why are you disparaging so far, Illinois? pretty good. Then, then why are you disparaging I'm not dis- Illinois? I'm not, I'm not either. either. I'm not either. I, you're putting words in my mouth. I'm not putting did words you, in you Did
2: you knock the Iowa defense recently?
1: I'd say they're very good. They're not elite.
2: I think they are elite. <laughs> they just gave up 57. Yeah, well, part of that was because the offense put them in horrible positions with short fields against a good offense. Yeah, well, an elite defense doesn't give up 57. <laughs> Some of those were uh, different scores.
1: I don't know. Regardless. I mean, I just don't throw the word elite around as much as you do. And, no, I don't think Illinois has the best defense in the country. I don't. I'm surprised. What I don't. What are you think, expecting
2: well, you, this game to look like on Saturday? You don't either, by the way.
1: You don't think Illinois has a best? I think defense. they're really good. Yeah, I do too. It's
2: it's impressive that they're
1: first. I do think they're the. I do think they're a really good. It's defense.
2: Ama- It's honestly, it's amazing that they're they're first in the conference in both rush and pass defense, and second in the nation in both of those categories. Usually, you think okay, one's good, one's a little bit weak. They're sound everywhere. The pass defense is not going to be first in the league after.
1: Oh, there it is. After
2: Saturday, air raid, baby, Whipple. Whipple calling deep it's shots.
1: It's not. It's not, not, not going to be number one in the Big Ten after Saturday. They're going to play a legit passing offense. Got to keep Casey upright, though. Illinois averaging. It's important.
2: They have, they have a good pass rush. Three and a half you, sacks. And you have a rough offensive line.
1: Three and a half sacks a game. Illinois.
2: It's a lot. Nebraska gave up, if you recall, four sacks in the first half against Purdue. Yeah. And one sack in the second half.
1: Yeah, Illinois play a, that. They play that five man front, which I was cringing when Mickey was talking about it yesterday. They're really good five man front, or maybe Casey was talking about it. I was cringing, thinking, "Oh boy, they're going to put a lot of heat on the offensive line." That's five man front. Oh boy, and they'll bring somebody else. Um, yeah, they better figure some stuff out up front, and they better whip. Better figure some stuff out to get a ball out of casey's hand and move him around a little bit
2: see and, that, and that it's important because in this game if if we believe trey palmer is as important as we think he is which again he's very very fast as mickey pointed out we have not seen evidence to believe that if casey goes out with an injury that you could trust no. Chubb or logan mm-hmm. to move this offense down mm-hmm. the field <laughs> mm-hmm. where casey has
1: it's very interesting you to have
2: think. to keep this quarterback qb1 Upright and in the football game. I just wonder,
1: I I don't, people will suggest, you know, fans will suggest that they throw Logan in there as a change-up. And I don't disagree at this point. I think you do everything you can. Now, it's it's tricky. It's easier to say that on the radio than it is to actually employ that method during a game, right? Yes. It is. Because you want Casey to find a rhythm. And if... What if he is in a rhythm, but you have this plan to use Logan? Well, you probably scrap the plan. Maybe Logan is, is, is more you, – you think about that more if the game's not going particularly well, right?
2: But, but I'd say this, too. If, if Logan enters the game, Illinois is not dumb. They're going to say, okay, watch out for a lot, a lot, not just some, a lot
1: of yeah. QB run. But they've got to adjust to it still, though. I mean, it's, adjust, it's an adjustment playing the QB run game. Especially the option. Although, it doesn't look like college teams have that much problem with it anymore. You know what I mean? You'll see a team run an option now, and it's just like, oh, God. They swarmed it. Well, if it's a good once in a while, yeah. But yeah. if it's if it's all game, there's still some problems with that. Like, sure. Like what Georgia Tech was doing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're there really. There's a lot of defensive But here's the thing still. about that option game. This is the tricky thing. And this is where we're not just having idle chit-chat. <laughs> Remember when Frost broke it out against Ohio State for a few plays in 2000 whatever that was was that 18 or 19 that was 2019 against Ohio State when he broke it out in that home game at night yep, yep and it looked wonderful then he went away from it part of the reason is option football is a timing oriented play set of plays and it it needs to be worked on all the time oh, yeah. all oh, the yeah. time oh, it's yeah. not just something you say okay Whips in practice, he says, okay, we're going to work on the option for a couple plays nope, here, and then we're no. going to run it against Illinois. No, no that's, gotta, where, that's where disaster comes yeah, in. Yeah, you got to devote a lot of your practice. Bad time. pitches, yeah. bad,
2: bad reads by the quarterback, and if he should, he should keep it or pitch it out, yeah. Tor-
1: terrible. Yeah, you can't. So it's, it's way easier said than done. Throw the, throw the option game in there. Hard to do it. I mean, I used to watch Osborne. You know, I, I've told you back then, we could watch a lot of practice. I mean, you would have been—you would have been over there during the Osborne. Years. Here's Watching what he, good practice. Yeah, because here's what he said, and I'm gonna get to the option here. Osborne would say, "You guys can come for the final 15 minutes of practice." Okay, so what would happen? Well, inevitably, we, we'd start showing up with an hour to go, and we'd see a lot, and then eventually he would come over and tell the very sparse media crowd because there wasn't 50 people like there is now. He would tell me and Hamilton and Lee Barfnecht and, um, I don't know, Steve Pivovar, RIP, he would say, you guys, um, you're here a little early. Um, Let's knock it back to to 15, okay? And then we would for a while. Okay. And then we'd shoot it back up to an hour. And then he'd come back, you know, and it all repeat itself. But we saw what you saw. Was them running option play after option play after option play after option play? You just saw the
2: affecting it, mastering it. Yeah,
1: yeah, you saw the, you know, they had different units going at the same time. At several units going at the same time, and but they're all running option a lot of the time, and over and over and over and over. You know,
2: I mean, left, right, right, left, exactly, right, both
1: directions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's what you got to do. What else from Mickey? There was a lot, actually. Um, I, think we I thought this is main. important.
2: This is important uh, regarding Anthony Grant getting him going. Oh, yeah. Here's, here's Mickey Joseph yesterday on the importance of that. Mickey Joseph. Well, we got
1: to get him going. We, we got to do a better job up front, you know, blocking and, and finding plays that, that we're comfortable blocking and finding plays that he's comfortable running. So we got to do a better job as a coaching staff to get that done. And we worked on that coordinators stayed in this week off the road from recruiting, so they worked on that. They worked so maybe we can get this thing going this week. Wouldn't, we got to get them going. You're right. Wouldn't it be amazing? 2.30 game. You're going to have to help me again now. 2.30 okay. game. Yep. If, 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 wouldn't it be amazing to you if Nebraska's first couple series, you see Grant running for four, then seven, then nine, then five, then four, then ten. I mean, you're like, wait Chunks. a second. Yeah, wait Chunks. a second. Wait a second. Nebraska's blowing Illinois off the ball. It would remind me of the game during the Pliny era. It was the Michigan yes. State I was going to say
2: that one. Amani Cross, right? Yeah. Amani Cross. Yeah, Michigan State came in as a favorite in that game. What play.
1: year was that? Well, uh, was it tw- 2012? Mm, was it 28 it Sorry, 24? Different, different. I'm thinking of a different game then. When Michigan State had a very highly ranked Run defense, Michigan State. Yep, it was a game when Stanley Jean Baptiste had a pick okay, or a near so that, pick. So that was before the game I'm talking about. Then, okay, did Michigan
2: State win or not?
1: Yeah, they ended up winning, okay. but Nebraska got down early and then made it a game. I'm surprised you don't remember.
2: Well, that game. I, if it's the one with Imani Cross, I remember that because Imani Cross had a really good game against Michigan State. I don't and know. Then in the I game don't game think they, it's they lost. That. I don't think it's okay. that
1: one. Um, I think it was. I think it was. 2012. No, that was at Michigan State. It could have been 2014. No, that was at Michigan State. Could have been 2011. No. It, it must have been...
2: Well, they beat Michigan State but in Kirk Cousins 24-3. to It was a good win for Nebraska at some point. In the it was, it was
1: 2013 is what I'm talking about. And Nebraska ended up losing the game 41-28. But the point is, Michigan State had a highly ranked run defense and the thought all week was Nebraska's not going to get anything going on the ground. And what happened was in that game, Nebraska just attacked them and ran it. I mean, it was, it was, a, I'll, I'll always remember it because it was remarkable to me. Like, wait a second. Nebraska's just run, running it right at them and having success. It can happen. If we had a radio show back then, we would have said all week, there's no way Nebraska's going to run the ball on Michigan State. They can't do it. They got to f- figure out something. Um, but they did it. Now, what if Nebraska came out and was getting, Big plays from Grant, or just good plays, just good runs, four, five, six. God dang, that would help, man. That would help. Matters. I'm really a gamer from this game. Yeah, Amir Abdullah had
2: in that game over 100, yeah, well over 100 yards on the ground. 122 carries for 123.
1: Yeah, I wonder if we got the right. No,
2: game. Michigan State gave up 182 yards rushing, which was a season high for them. Okay, that's probably it. And the score was yeah, 41 to 28. That's probably it. Yep.
1: That was probably it. And it was remarkable. Um, but anyway. That was their first ever win over Nebraska that, that, that season. Hmm. Um, that would help. And Mickey is intent on it. But being intent on it and being able to do it are two different things. Let's see what it looks like. Let's see what Illinois looks yeah, like.
2: Yeah, I'm with you, though. If, if they come out and they are getting chunk yards with Anthony Graham. Yeah. And the offensive line's getting some sort of push. I don't know what to think if that happens. The the problem with that sip is that, like we point out on Monday, is that Illinois is also off of a bye week.
1: They have fresh legs, also. Yeah, you heard Jerry yesterday say a lot of the key to this game is how each team comes off a bye week. He said one of the most thing, important things in coaching during the season are bye weeks and how how you handle them. Jerry said that yep. yesterday. Yep. Now, how? now, Mickey said yesterday the focus of his bye week, of, of Nebraska's bye week, was to get healthy. They only had two practices, okay? Um, then a lot of it was getting healthy and, and then sending the coaches out on the road to recruit. So, yeah, I mean, Nebraska, you heard a lot of the kids yesterday say, like, they went home. Marcus Washington went home. I guess that's to St. Louis. Casey spent time with his family, I think he might have went home. Uh, Turner Corcoran went to Omaha to dine with his girlfriend. Oh nice. Yeah. Atta boy Turner. Yeah. Um so they got away. And that can be really good. It can be refreshing. Yeah. I mean it's a long season. Indeed it is. You know what? We say that, but it's it goes way too far. Well,
2: fast. it's it's long for the players. I think it's short for us though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Goes by quick. Sean Callahan is next on Early Break on The Ticket.